Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Friday, February 5th, 2021. Jesus said that if I thirst, I should come to Him. No one else can satisfy. I should come to Him. Jesus said if I am weak, I should come to Him. No one else can be my strength. I should come to Him. For the Lord is good and faithful. He will keep us day and night. We can always run to Jesus. Jesus strong and kind. These are lyrics from a worship song called Jesus Strong and Kind by City of Light. And they came to my mind this morning as I read our revival from the Bible reading. And I want to start particularly with one passage that brought this to my mind from Matthew chapter 12. And today we're looking at Matthew chapter 12 verses 19 through 21. And as we look at this passage, it starts with another episode surrounding the Sabbath and controversy, and Jesus heals a man on the Sabbath and points out just the hypocrisy and really the ridiculous nature of the Pharisees turning these rules into something that they were never supposed to be, right? That these rules were never supposed to meant you meant to keep you from helping somebody. They're meant to keep you from working and keeping everything up to yourself and trying to make money uh, on the Sabbath day. It wants you to rest, but it, that, that's not meant to preclude you from helping somebody else. And, and in that, we see a bit of the nature of Jesus. Jesus is a helper. Jesus is strong and kind. And we see that then in this prophecy that Matthew refers to from Isaiah 42. He quotes it in verse 17. It says, Behold, my servant, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved with whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel or cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench, until he brings justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. And there's that those images in verse 20 of just really of how Jesus is a gentle savior. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench. And that makes us think back to what we read just a couple days ago at the end of Matthew chapter 11, where Jesus says, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so we see the kindness and the gentleness of our savior, Jesus, in this passage, and we know that that's something we can take personally. Jesus cares for you. And if you are weak, you can come to him because he is good and faithful and he will keep us day and night. We can always run to Jesus. And I hope that encourages us as we see that character. We also, even in that prophecy, see his strength. It talks about until he brings justice to victory. 
And Jesus is strong and he is kind. He's not just this kind guy that has really good intentions. No, he is a strong savior that can accomplish his will. And we see even that here in Matthew chapter 12 as well. And we see that in the power that he shows even in his miracles. So we can look to this savior and we must look to this savior. And that's what we're reminded of as we look now at Psalm 20, Psalm 20. As he talks about where people often look and where people often put their trust and then corrects them with where people should put their trust. The psalm starts as a prayer. Um, He says, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble, right? If you need help, who are you going to run to? And he says there in verse seven, the famous verse from this psalm, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. And that should be our cry as well, that ultimately our trust is not based on circumstances. It is based on the Lord, our God. And so even as we think about that, I encourage you to to spend some time even praying through where your trust is. And that's where it can get difficult because is, is it wrong to have savings? Is it wrong to, you know, have certain things that bring security to your life? Absolutely not. But where are we trusting? And that's a good thing for us to pray about. And even just for us to acknowledge where you you today might say some people trust in their big bank accounts. Some people trust in the equity in their homes. We will trust in the name of the Lord, our God. And ultimately, we will trust in our strong and kind Savior, Jesus, because everything else can fail. Housing bubbles can pop. Uh, Retirement accounts, you know, the the market can go sideways. All these different things can go wrong. Uh, We can experience turmoil in so many other ways in this world, but Jesus is strong. He is faithful and he is gentle. We can trust in him. We can look to him. We must look to him. And so hopefully that's a good reminder for us from Psalm chapter 20 today. Let's go now to Exodus, where today we look at Exodus 22 to 23. And here we start getting more into some of the nitty gritty of the law. And so I want to make a couple comments today, even just as we think about Jesus being someone who is gentle and and kind, I want you to see there's some ways that is reflected even in what we look at today. Oftentimes people look at this part as, oh yeah, this is the part where God is very, very harsh. And you see some very strongly put things in these passages, like in chapter 22, verse 18, you shall not permit a sorceress to live. Very clear cut, drastic action in response to a sorceress. But at the same time, you also see the kindness of God. Look at verse 25. If you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor, you shall not be like a money lender to him and you shall not exact interest from him. If you ever take your neighbor's cloak in pledge, you shall return it to him before the sun goes down for that is his only covering and it is his cloak for his body. In what else shall he sleep? And if he cries to me, I will hear for I am compassionate. So we see even in these laws, we see the compassion of God. We see how he instructed them to care for others. He instructed them to care for the poor that were among the nation of Israel because he is a kind and compassionate God. And so I want you to take a step back 
really, and think about Exodus and think about what we're seeing in the Gospels and be reminded that it's very important for us to have a high and well-rounded view of God. We need to see all that the scripture presents about him. I mean, just yesterday we were reading about the Ten Commandments and reading about God in this cloud on the mountain in such a terrifying way that the people are afraid and he warns them, don't even touch the mountain lest you be consumed or lest you die, right? Very, very serious. But then we're seeing today Jesus talking about being gentle and he's not going to crush somebody. And we need to look at God and realize that all of those things help us as we seek to live the Christian life. On the one hand, it is a big problem if we don't take sin seriously. And hopefully some of the things we're seeing with the Ten Commandments and the way God reveals himself in Exodus and these laws that are given, hopefully we learn to take sin seriously. We should take sin seriously. But at the same time, we need to take the mercy of Christ seriously as well and realize that this same God in fire on the mountain took on flesh, that Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. And he says about himself that he is gentle and lowly and calls the weak and the weary to come and find rest in him. This is the same God. And so the solution isn't, well, let's not take sin seriously. Uh, No, we want to, but let's also take the, the gracious and caring nature of our Savior seriously as well. And may that encourage us as Christians to continue to pursue the holiness of God while at the same time just being confident and trusting in the grace of God as he even is patient with us as we grow more into the image of Christ. Finally, let's look at Acts chapter 11 and verses 19 through 30. Acts chapter 11, 19 through 30. And as we look here, we're going to see a little bit... Paul is going to come back into the narrative, and we're going to see more about Barnabas, this this great encourager. But again, notice in verse 19 that what happens in the scattering of Christians in this persecution after Stephen is killed, it only results in the furtherance of the gospel. And may that just even be our prayer, that if persecution and when it ramps up in our country, may we only respond by scattering and, and sharing the gospel even more. And we see that God is doing some exciting things in this church in Antioch, and even that we're starting to see the gospel go to Greeks, and God is forming this new family uh, together. But then Barnabas, he goes to look for Saul and brings him in. And we see that encouraging nature that Saul, who had to kind of run away because of because of the persecution, uh, now Barnabas is going to go bring him in, and they're going to be useful for ministry together. And so that that's really setting up what's going to be a very exciting partnership of Barnabas and Saul, who will eventually be known as Paul. And we're going to see the missionary work that they do. But notice it starts there with Barnabas going out and getting Saul and bringing him in. And I think that's another good lesson for us today. Sometimes as Christians, we got to go grab somebody else and get them involved. And we need to be that link of helping someone get involved in serving or helping someone get involved in sharing their faith. And we can have that role of encouragement to play. And really, hopefully in all that, we're just modeling our Savior, Jesus, who reached out to us by coming into this world and living and dying for us and rising again. And may we be encouraged that this Jesus, our Savior, yes, he is 
strong, and kind. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.